It's my pleasure to welcome in our mayor, Tom DeVivo. He joins us on the fourth Monday every month to update listeners on town progress in many areas. As mayor, Tom leads the town council agenda and its initiatives. This monthly program made possible by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Boston Post Road in Willimantic. Mr. Mayor, good morning. Thanks for stopping by again this month. And the big story, of course, is the heat. How has the town of Wyndham dealt with that? Well, we've opened a cooling system, you know, at the, Wyndham, the new Wyndham Senior Center Community Center. And uh, it's open from 10 in the morning to 7 at night. And there's free water. We have bottled water and regular city water. And, uh, you know, we're asking our neighbors to reach out to one another because if you have an elderly neighbor or someone who's alone, you should check in on them in this kind of heat, as you would if it was really cold. You know, and it's taking care of one another and is, is a good practice. And it certainly is a rough morning today, too. It got more humid in the early morning hours, making it feel even tougher to deal with. It's obvious to me, because it's right here across the street from me north and across the street from me east, that there is progress on both the Foster and the Murray buildings. The Foster building, the old Willie Trust building, all of a sudden now there's fencing, and some of it during weekdays actually closes off Railroad Street. So tell me exactly what's going on in both of those buildings. We'll start off with the bank building. Which, you know, we should call that the Foster Building. I don't know if it has a particular name. Uh, Martin Kelly's working on that. And, you know, it's just time. Once he gets to a certain point, you have to put fencing up to keep people from getting into the site or items falling off and people getting hurt. On the Hur- Hurley Building, which is now being called the Murray Building, and that really has confused a lot of residents. It's a, we call it the Hurley Building, but this group is calling it the Murray Building. And because uh, I think there was a old mercantile store there called the Murray's at one point. Well, it's a lot of us remember it as the Hurley Building, though, because we bought yeah. clothes. I bought suits and I bought pants and stuff like that. And I know people that bought the Boy Scout things there. That's I have a suit jacket that says from Hurley's Men's Shop inside. And it still fits? Still fits. I'm impressed. But it used. <laughs> I didn't buy it new when they were open. I think it was called, the. it says the Lincoln Shop, actually. That's what they called themselves on the inside. But anyhow, they're in there. Enterprise Builders is doing that work. And that's going to be a housing upstairs and retail downstairs on the first floor. And I believe there's some some thoughts about the basement. But they're in there doing that work. They're going to be going to be there for two years, uh, but that building, you know, we've been waiting a long time, and they're using a historic tax credit, so they're doing the best they can to restore it to its original uh, state and bring back a lot of the original uh, tin ceilings and things that you might not think are right away but with the apartment house, but they are fixing it up, and it's really going to be a beautiful building when they're done. So expect to see more pigeons flying around town as they chase them out of the building. Because that's been a big comment. Everyone comments how many pigeons there are in the, inside that place. What about the turkey vultures? They chase the pigeons turkey away. Vul- well, you know, turkey vultures like to eat things that have already expired. So they, they, they don't really bother life animals much. We, we sure have a lot of those around here, too. 
And uh, by the way, going back to the uh, Foster building, one thing that intrigues me, because I do see the building so much, is that you got three sides of the building that look like it's something out of Ukraine, and then the north side, which looks like it's ready for action. The north side looks fine. Why is that? Well, it's just it's, it's a sequence of work, I think. You know, they, they move around from the side of the building, from one side to the next. They just, you know, as happened with the community center, they're having with this project, they're waiting for, for windows and stuff to come in. And that's, you know... Speaking of Ukraine, let me flash back. It's our first time having you on since the Boombox Parade and that Great Temptations concert. But something really special happened that day at the Temptations concert that involved a family from Ukraine and just the overall awareness of the Ukrainian refugee problem. And you were right up there on stage. Tell me about that day. Well, now... Well, I'll tell you, and that's that's great to that's great to talk about that. David Foster, David Foster bought them a a van. It's a family that has come to Connecticut from the Ukraine, and he purchased them a van so they can go shopping and do things. Hey, Lucia Wayne, I'm here. I'm here, but they bought, David Foster and his group bought them a van, and that was a really, you know, big step for that family. And uh, I'm really, it's really something to see what Mr. Foster and the Foster Foundation has done. And, of course, the concert itself, they took a collection, and I heard they raised over $10,000 for Ukrainian refugees. They did. And uh, and it was a hot day, and I I was surprised at the number of folks that came out to that. I somehow thought that, because as you know, Wayne, after the boombox parade, many people leave town and, you know, kind of become a ghost town. Having an event that afternoon worked out wonderful. And, the, you know, but having the Ukraine, uh, trying to support the Ukraine and Wyndham Cares, we also had, our, I'm sure you spoke about it with the town manager, but having the governor actually show up and support, show his support for the Ukraine and Ukrainian Catholic Church in town and for Father Billick, he was really, he was, he was kind to him and, you know, they, they spoke for a second, but, and then he sang. And he played. I was really impressed, Tom, with the blues chops that he was able to lay down on the keyboard on the stage. And then later on, he did Imagine when he had both Bruce and Lefty singing backup harmonies for that. That was pretty cool. It was really cool. And, you know, and Bruce Don is, you know, is out there and Dave Foster. And then here comes the governor. They're all, you know, he's playing the keyboards. It, It was just, it was a very special moment in, in my in my time as mayor. I was like, who would think we'd be standing on stage with a governor singing with local celebrities? Let's go back to the heat situation because water obviously is a big situation during that. And there have been issues where both Park Springs and Lauder Park were both closed. Give the background of that and where things stand on today's date. 
Well, I'm only going to... Water Park is back open again. Uh, bacteria counts have come down. Our health department checks water all the time. Uh, the park springs and uh, Water Park, the public swimming areas. When we had that big rain, after a long period of drought, our bacteria levels rose because so much storm water comes off parking lots and storm pipes and storm drains that it kind of took a little while for, for the river to find balance and for the spring. So they, I understand they both come back. The, the water's clean uh, at both locations because, you know, we keep it running, and nature does its thing. And uh, But they're both up and running. We had the bacteria count, and but so we stop, you know, we put signs up to stay away. One thing about Park Springs, and everyone seemed to, because I had two phone calls on it, people get concerned that, uh, our city water is connected part to that. That is not true at all. The city, the city water, the town water department, and it's called the town water, the town water department manages it, tests the water, make sure everything's working because they have a, everything that's needed, and they, uh, and they, you know, they do the testing. But there's no connection to your drinking water in the. And the, and the park springs. And speaking of Mother Nature doing its thing, there is progress as far as getting new permanent bathrooms, we like to call them porta-potties, at Jilson Square so we can all do our thing? Of course. We're trying, you know, the porta-potties are, are nice, but if we can have a more permanent structure and a permanent uh, use, something that we can keep clean and maintain, I think, to be better served for the community in the long run. We talked a lot about the new senior center and community center, but the old senior center, some progress there to get the Eastern Connecticut Veterans Group in there? Yeah, you know, I'm very proud to have been part of this. I think in over the next three years, people will see this is going to work, work out very well for our veterans and for our community. We are going to lease the chamber building, the town, all of us collectively will lease the chamber building for a dollar a year, and the chamber will be leasing the senior center for our veteran center and the American Museum. And that, and that will give the vets like a home, a place that they can have coffee hours, and uh, you know, it's a more of a regional veterans group that the chamber and Diane uh, Navy put on, and. So it's, you know, it's an exciting time. It's something to do with that building that I think is really appropriate for the neighborhood. I didn't want to see that building personally become like an, a large apartment building. Uh, the neighborhood on Perkins Avenue and such as a, uh, a neighborhood of single-family homes, and that would have been a large, a rather large apartment building right in the middle of, of a single-family neighborhood. Tom, here's a listener question by email about the footbridge replacement. Any chance that portions of the original footbridge will be repurposed in the same way a portion of the old Mount Hope Bridge was reinstalled over a wet area in Mansfield Hollow Park? There are plenty of fragile wetland areas in Wyndham or in Joshua's Trust properties in neighboring towns. Thoughts on that? 
to repurpose it, I don't know the footbridge is going to be able to be moved and brought somewhere. I haven't heard that question asked anywhere. We are looking at uh, trying to bring in a replica of the bridge, and at some point that will be, it's going to look exactly the same, but it's going to be new. So it would maybe have uh, some security features that weren't available in the early in the early times of building that, you know, more better lighting. Uh, so, you know, we definitely need better lighting and maybe a stairway down on the other side of the railroad tracks. So we need to redesign that. That's in works, in the works. You know, I'm sure we could find uses for sections of it, but uh, it's, it's, it is safe to walk across, I've been told. And speaking of recycling or repurposing, there's some small bottle money now going directly to the Wyndham Beautification Fund to help clean up litter. I think there's some people who like to take part in that. How do they do it? Well, they, there's, a, there's two groups. We, the town of Wyndham, from time to time, has hired uh, Horizons, and we pay them to do some litter cleanup in some hard areas. And then we provide... Doing that, we take that money and provide uh, revenue for some of our handicapped residents and individuals and are in the region and through Horizon's help. And uh, we also have Trash Mob. And so, you know, you reach out. I know Gene Dismay and Bev York are big in the Trash Mob. Those are two members. There's about a half a dozen or so people that go around and pick up litter on Friday nights, and then they all meet someplace for a cold brew afterwards. And I think they meet at Main Street or some other establishment, but they go pick up litters on Friday afternoons, at, and they hit separate, different corners. And having this money means the town can help buy them bags to put it in. It can help buy rakes, vests, safety vests, and we can also use it for when Eastern kids pick up litter to help you know buy them whatever they need. But we have a lot of people talking about litter and the nips and the small container. And we've gotten, uh, you know, $17,000 from, from the, this money. And uh, we'll be getting another round sometime in January, I understand. It's going to be twice a year. And it's really, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great use of our money. We get, we're getting it from litter. The litter is actually sending some money to help clean itself up. Nips are everywhere. If you have a listener that doesn't know what small containers are, those little little whiskey bottles and uh, liquor bottles you find all over the place, and they're everywhere. So I'd like you to tell the residents not to put them in the... In, on the ground, you know, pick them, throw them, actually throw them in a garbage can, but that doesn't seem to be... Uh, the most common use for them. One last note before I let you go, Tom, is that coming up on this uh, weekend, the 30th, will be the funeral for the former Wyndham selectman, the former WYLI newsman, Lincoln Phillips. Just a couple of thoughts of you on his legacy to this town. The smile, the Lincoln smile. He had a, such an infectious smile. He could always rope you in, and you start looking at the people that he was friends with. He had young people like Aaron Kupak, who's much younger than him, and older people such as myself that really loved him. And, you know, we will miss him. And uh, this is at 11 o'clock at St. Joseph's Church. 
and there's a GoFundMe page. Uh, I think during that day on on Saturday at eleven o'clock, to be an opportunity maybe just to write a check out to the page and to help with this expenses, uh, you know, funeral expenses and such. And we also any leftover money will be going to the Ukraine because uh, Lincoln was. You know, last time I actually saw Lincoln, he was passing out flowers in support of the UK, Ukraine. And, uh, you know, he was a vibrant personality that everyone in town knew in one way or the other. And he sure missed working with you, Wayne. He really did. He missed the radio job quite a bit. But things changed, and uh, so he moved on, And but now he's uh, passed, and I hope he's in a, he's in a place with all happy people like he was. That funeral mass is at St. Joseph's Church on Saturday, beginning at 11 a.m. Tom, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me it's today. Always a pleasure. No, thank you. All right, so bye bye. Our monthly program with Mayor Tom DeVivo, made possible by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Boston Post Road, Willimantic 14, WILI Willimantic, and 95.3 FM.